back to me enough is Enough is enough Hey guys, welcome back to the Indie Wrestling Corner with another episode of Under the Ropes. I'm your host as always, the queen of the indies, Tiffany. And today I got a little tag team action for you guys. Some up and coming. The Lost Boys. We got Judy Underwood and Ethan Promise. How are ya? We're doing good. We're doing good. Very good. <laughs> doing fantastic. We just won our second set of championship belts, so we're in a good mood. Yeah, thank you for having us on. Yeah, I'm so excited. I know uh, a bunch of people are really excited for me to have you guys on. Uh, so yeah, this one's been long time coming. Uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of great things are coming on here. Uh, we just had like a whole funny conversation off air. Uh, we're talking about pretty much how people say people's names. Uh, you know, so that seems to be the thing going on right now with uh, wrestling lately, <laughs> pronouncing everybody's names right and wrong. And uh, yeah, that was pretty interesting. What was like the worst, like, way that somebody have said your names? <laughs> well, I mean, in with 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 Junie, which is short for uh, Junius, mm -hmm. I'll let that be known. Uh, that's fine. Uh, people have called me like Janias, uh, Janus. Like they'll just forget a lot of syllables or just skip syllables. Uh -huh. With Junie, I do think like Huni is probably pretty pretty bad. <laughs> Typically, people they they call me all sorts of things just because Aiden's kind of unique. They, Aiden, Ethan, Nathan, Athen. All of the above. They, they know <laughs> Athens, Greece, so they call Athens. But the weirdest thing I've ever... I actually just finished talking to uh, 
my fellow Lost Boy Miles about this literally right before I came on here. One time I got an autograph from Adam Cole back in 2019 at the Evolved 10th anniversary show. I, I said my name is Ethan, so he signed it out to Ethan. Mm-hmm. However, he spelled it A T A H A N, which is at a hand. <laughs> <laughs> so my autograph from Adam Cole says to at a hand, which is close enough. <laughs> Dude, I didn't that story. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> you could never, like, you know, give that away. You can, you know, like, <laughs> there you go. I love it. I love it. Uh, guys, if you're new here to the Under Rope series, here I interview everything independent wrestling, whether it's wrestlers, promoters, referees, back, uh, you know, backstage interviewers, all that fun stuff. I got you covered. If you guys got questions for these guys, feel free. Drop it into the chat. If you're listening to this later, list some comments below. You know, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, all that fun stuff. So, yeah. So uh, let's let's dive in. Let's learn a little bit about you guys. So let's start. You know, we're going to go a little back to basics here. Like, you know, how did you guys me training <laughs> uh we uh literally i think i had had all of maybe two training sessions uh prior to meeting ethan and then like i know ethan had had a couple of training sessions like prior to me even starting mm-hmm. um but yeah we kind of just it just clicked we just kind of don't there's not like a really interesting story around it. It's just kind of uh, that typical story, you know. Yeah, we started at the Wrestle Factory, and myself, Miles, Ryan, and Junie, all four of the Lost Boys, we all started at like the same time, the almost the exact same time within a couple of days of each other in the core curriculum. So we kind of we we're all. The new kids but then also we all shared a passion for the storytelling aspect of it mm-hmm. and i think that's what we really kind of bonded over i remember there was a fourth of july barbecue and junie and i just started talking on our own about like how how we wanted to tell stories and our goals in wrestling and we really hit it off there so yeah and then through that like literally we we trained in a lot of different places together like we went from there to now we pretty, uh, pretty often train with like Burger at, out of the Worldwide Dojo. Uh, we both trained with well, all four Lost Boys trained with Speedball a good amount. Uh, Speedball Mike Bailey, mm-hmm. uh, and we kind of just have all all the forms of training that we have for the most part, minus like a couple of things. We've all done like pretty much together. Mm-hmm. Miles is in the chat. Hi, Miles. He said he spelled my name correctly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because Miles was there also uh, to meet Adam Cole. However, Miles has a little more of a common name. So <laughs> I love that. Uh, I see Will in the chat. What's going on, Will? How are you? Thanks for joining on in here. Um, but yeah. So talk to us a little bit about like the Lost Boys. How did the name come about? You know, so you talked a little bit about like you guys forming together. So where did the name come from? <laughs> um, I mean, there's a couple of little like. So we we didn't have a uh, we didn't have a home promotion. Mm-hmm. We've had to kind of like literally find somewhere to just you know put us on mm-hmm. and 
it was that idea we were just like like literally we kind of just like felt lost uh and then literally we we debuted for magic for wrestling magic and the commentator straight up said these boys look lost and it was kind of like a wow you know yeah it's kind of wow that that day we showed up for wrestling magic just to help out with the ring crew help out set up the ring and they were like, hey, do you guys have any gear? We'd like you guys to face one of our tag teams, which was RTD at the time. And we were like, oh, yeah, we have gear. Our gear was, Junie yeah. had black and blue joggers, and I had Adidas pants. I think I'm wearing them. Had... <laughs> I'm wearing them at the moment, like as we speak. <laughs> yeah, just totally comfy, casual clothes. But it worked. So we came out, and it was the first time we had ever come out in front of a crowd. And we kind of just acted like, I don't know, like weirdos. We came out to uh, Pretty Boy by Joji. Uh, Joji. <laughs> it was a and lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, but the commentators were like, these boys look lost. So we kind of uh, ran with it. Yeah. And uh, for, those, for, for those who don't know who RTB is slash was, uh, Abed Aronis and Joe Cruel are now Memory Museum. And at one point, uh, they were uh, RTB, which included V. Daniel. Um, and they literally, we wrestled them so often. And I travel with them a lot now. And, like, because of that day, like, I don't know. It's just one of those things where, like, you really meet, you know, through doing this thing, you really meet the people that are going to stick with you. Mm-hmm. You may not know it at the time. Like, there's no way I could have known that a year and a half ago, those guys that I wrestled in one of my first matches ever, uh, that I was going to, you know, travel to Massachusetts on, like, some random night and, you know, just travel with them and be with them and, like, learn about who they are as humans, not even just, like, you know, behind the curtain. So it's, like, really interesting to kind of be kind of not only how far they've come but also how far we've come in that time definitely um so i like to ask this question because obviously we're going to talk about all sorts of things on this podcast but uh you know you guys are always harder to yourself so i always like to ask this uh what's a match that you guys could recommend for a fan that may be listening to this podcast never seen you guys wrestle before uh to become an instant fan of you guys That's a good question. That is actually a great question. <laughs> I, I would suggest um, the very, it was somewhat recently. There's a lot of good options to choose from, and Ginny may have a different answer. But I would suggest the Steel Stacks match. So we recently wrestled for LVAC at the historic Steel Stacks in Bethlehem, and it was all four of the Lost Boys uh, for the first ever time teaming up together. And we faced the Cyberhawks and Montequilla. We were the opening match of that show. It was a massive show. It was in front of one of the largest crowds we'd ever wrestled in front of. And the energy was just awesome. Uh, And I think that's a really good example of who our characters are. I think in terms of a, in terms of tag team matches, I think the pre, our last match that we just had was pretty ugly at UWA Elite at Brawl for It All. And one of our first matches at ETWA 
in Vermont, it was a four-way tag match. It was ourselves against the Colony, which are the Ants, the Rat Bastards, and the Cold Hard Guapos, which is the team that we just beat this past weekend for the ETWA Tag Team Championships. I think that match was a great, um, a great match where we told a really, really nice story. It was like a 20-minute match at the time. It was our longest match, and we showed all sorts of emotions and fight and passion and good sides of us, bad sides of us, vulnerable sides of us, et cetera, uh, in that match. So I think that was also a really good match to, to watch. Yeah, I think I'm in agreement. I think there's some other matches that I just find really fun in which we uh, we are really good at not taking ourselves like too seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this match that we had on Pro Wrestling Magic. It was literally a three-on-two where it was literally the October, like it was their October show last year. And we were all dressed up as Lock, Shock, and Barrel. We had a fun little, like, we had a little opening segment with Shane Fair, the announcer. And it was just so much fun. Like, it, like the match was really short, and, like, we didn't get any of But it was just that idea of, like, us going out there, like, really interesting. And just learning and really, like, diving into that aspect of us. And then uh, I would also agree with, like, I think maybe in terms of, Full like raw tag team action. Uh, the match we had with uh, Jay Evans mm-hmm. and Eddie Thomas, which is they're pretty ugly. Um, they like it was just so it was such a good match. Like we've wrestled them multiple times, and then this time it. I, I really want to put over how like Eddie Thomas has literally. I, I hope he watches this one day because like. I'll never be able to, to sing his praises loud enough. He's, like, genuinely, like, an unsung, like, hero of wrestling. Like, he's so good, but nobody knows who he is. Uh, but he's been working really hard on himself and just really, like, honing his craft ability. We go out and just have, like, such a good, fun match. And the crowd loved it. It's not something they're used to seeing. And I genuinely think, like, if he wasn't in that match, it would just be, I don't know, like, it was just so, he, he, he did very good at, like, keeping us on track while also really uh, pushing us to, to be as good as we can be. At least that's how it felt for me. Because every time I talk to him, I'm like, man, this guy makes me want to just, like, I don't know, push a boulder up a cliff and, like... <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and, just, and, like, just be hype about it because, like, I don't know, under under his enthusiasm, I feel like I could do it. And so, for me, I, I would say those are probably my favorite. And then, obviously, like, I love the, the, the Fatal 4-Way match we had because I, I think the storytelling, like Ethan said. Um, but we've... I, I, think, I definitely think since holding the uwa championships we've had a lot of really good like we've just been learning trying to learn as much as we can um and so through doing that we're just we're having a better match after a better match after a better match right i think they get better as they go along yeah especially in uwa that's funny melissa popped into the chat hi melissa we were, we were talking about you guys last night 
Uh, we were on the phone and we were talking about pro wrestling magic and we were talking about UWA lead and, you know, she saw you guys before I saw you guys, you know, that I had heard even like the super camp and stuff like that, that there, uh, I was told like Cody yeah. had said like, Oh, you're going to like these guys. I know you're going to like these guys, you know? Um, so it's yeah, great. <laughs> huh? That super camp was interesting. Very fun. <laughs> yeah. So it's great that it's like, you know, that's, you know, the whole thing like that super camp was great because you had a whole bunch of different promoters that were coming from all over the place scouting, you know, you get to find new talents, new names and everything. Um, so like, so that was a good thing. You know, I don't know if they're going to do that again this year. Uh, so we'll see if that like happens, but uh, let's see in the chat. I see like a whole bunch of people popping in. Hi guys. I know, I know Raw's on. I'm sorry. <laughs> DJ Myers says lost boys. Captain Dave's in the hey. chat. Uh, John's in the chat. He says, hey, thanks for coming on in here, you know, pretty much. So, uh, yeah, you guys went, like, all over the place. Like, I definitely was going to talk, like, all different things, you know. Like, we could talk a little bit about UWA, uh, UWA Elite. Uh, again, you're currently tag team champions. I mean, I've been there. It's such a fun, like, promotion. A lot of great guys. I mean, like, Arcadia is one of my favorite wrestlers. I know he doesn't really wrestle anymore. Me and Melissa were talking about that last night. Like, like he needs to come back out of retirement. Uh, you know, Matt Furtigo. Like, there's so many great names. Joey Silva, I heard, made an appearance this weekend. Um. <laughs> there's also a ton of, like, alumni out of there. Yeah. Like, a lot of people who are really tearing it up right now. Like, Casey Navarro, Jordan Oliver. Like, just to name a few. Like, just being able to be in an in an in an area like that has been pretty sick. Yeah, yeah. So you know, talk to us a little bit more. Like UWA elite. I mean, like the fans are great. You know, like Flash Carter. Again, some of those some of those names. Like you know, Eric Corvus. This is like great people there. So um, you know, who do you want to work? You know. Um, the two that you just mentioned, I really want to work. I really want to work. Flash Carter. He actually trained a little bit with us. He came up around the he was a yeah. little bit before us, but he came up around the same time with us, trained with us. And we all kind of came into UWA Elite at the same time. And we actually, he won his championship the same night we won our championships mm -hmm. a couple months ago. And it was just a nice moment for us also. Flash Carter always would love to wrestle him. And then Eric Corvus. Eric Corvus was the one that brought us in. And we've uh, yet to share the ring with him. So that's something that I'm really looking forward to. What just got thrown at you? <laughs> this is my cat, Atticus. Oh, never mind. He jumped down out of the air. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, maybe maybe the cat will make an appearance later. Uh, <laughs> Melissa said, what do you both think of your first year at the fair with UWA? Oh, loved it. I was very tired. I had 10 matches. It was nice. Uh, <laughs> wrestle all the time. Um, by the end of it, though, there was a couple of points where I was looking at Ethan and I go, hey, man, I'm hurting. <laughs> and he's just like, I got you, brother. And I'm like, all right, thanks. <laughs> yeah, that, that was an incredible time. We defended the UWA Elite Championships uh, five times against a whole bunch of different teams. And that was really fun. But my favorite part of it was just a mother came up to a mother of a fan that we know very well from Pro Wrestling Magic and UWA Lee and such. And the, she came up to us and she said, two years ago, we came to this fair and we didn't know about wrestling, didn't care for wrestling. It wasn't on our minds. We stumbled upon this show just being at the fair 
and since then you know we've both me and my daughter have been fans ever since oh i wonder and, who that is that's melissa who's in the chat yeah. right now <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. that's why it's such a right i, I didn't i don't know if i wanted to i don't know if you guys want to like it's fine. put that out there but <laughs> yeah it's, it's very very like when she said that it was the like one of the coolest things and it really put it into perspective uh for me and for the rest of the lost boys that like any given all the every single one of those matches because you know, wrestlers can go and, and like Junie said, it's 10 matches in, you know, just a matter of a couple of days. They run multiple shows per day. It's easy to just think like, oh, I'm just going to go out there and just run through the basics, run through the motions, right? Because it's just so many matches. But every single match matters because someone that has never seen it before can stumble across it. And if you catch their eye, you could be the reason that they fall in love with this brand new art form and become passionate about it. And it can change their entire life for the better. So from that point on, like, not that we didn't take matches seriously before then, yeah. but from that point on, I really put it into perspective and really try to engage as much as possible and try to make new fans whenever possible. Oh. Did you guys pig out at the fair? No. No? I, we unfortunately didn't. We did, hey, the very, very last night after the very last show that we wrestled on, uh, myself, Junie, and Miles did treat ourselves to some very good ice cream on uh waffles and brownies but other than that we did not pick out at the fair actually i don't know if you know this about me but uh when i have matches i can't eat yeah it's tough it's tough i get i also i get bloated i don't like eating like the entire day no, I, have, I have severe anxiety yeah. like and the the food does not help well, also, like, it's just when I have that kind of anxiety, uh, I just can't eat. So, like, literally, I, I pig out, like, as soon as I get home after every show. <laughs> yeah. Melissa, was that the, the, the brownie ice cream thing? We did one year. <laughs> we took the there ice cream go. home. I think we got really sick. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> or I got really sick. We were drinking too, I think, after. But, um, but yeah. <laughs> the the fair is awesome. If if anybody like, you should go like once. That fair goes on a couple. It's all week, and there's just so much that goes on, and all the food and the wrestling and the petting zoo and all that stuff. It's so cool in Jersey. So definitely check that out if you can. Uh, Zach's in the chat. Hi, Zach. How are you? Uh, Miles said we had a great ice cream waffle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see, waffle Sundays. Yep. Right. Ryan Redfield's in the chat. He's back at H two O. He was. He came back out the other night. He goes, I'm different with that. I eat hours before the match or eat before I leave for the show. Mm. So. Like, yeah, that's the interesting. It's, it's always interesting to see. I know, like a lot of people don't like to eat before. Or they'll eat after, or you know, yeah. or I'll see people. The one the thing Wawa. I'll say that does keep us, yes, Wawa. The one, <laughs> I was gonna say the one thing that does keep us running uh, is is Wawa. Uh, I, the Lost Boys run on Wawa, and I, I know Junie kind of has a little bit of a pre or post match ritual where he eats a king size Reese's, and then I get a soft pretzel, and we all just pick out on soft pretzels and Reese's. So that is something that we do. I can I can eat a mean Reese's. <laughs> Team Wawa, we love them. This is why we love them. So now we got to get you sponsored by Wawa. 
One Dude. one day, yes. Dude, please. They will um, they will come out with the shirts and everything for the matches dedicated to oh, Wawa. Yeah. yeah. Just get us like a lost in Wawa shirt. Perfect. That's Perfect. it. That's your next shirt. Lost that, in that's Wawa. your next merch. <laughs> I'm here for it. Hey man. <laughs> Might be able to get the font, you know? We'll see, we'll see, you know. Uh, if anybody out there that can do it, maybe maybe they'll make it out there for you. Um, <laughs> well, I had the slime balls on uh, not that long ago, uh, but they were talking about you guys as well. You guys wrestled a couple of times. You know, I saw you guys wrestle at NFW, which was fun. Uh, so talk about them because they, they said a lot of nice stuff about you. They said that they could wrestle you anytime, forever, pretty much. Like, you guys have good chemistry. Literally, same. There's a couple of teams that I'm just like, I know I could I could wrestle them whenever. I, I could be on zero sleep, tired, hurting, and I would be like, yeah, I'm comfortable enough to wrestle these guys and know that they will also take care of me and know that somehow we will still have a really good, clean match. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're one of those teams. Like, literally, both of them are such, and they're also just such good individual people. They are, yeah. Oh my god like just the, the first time we ever actually met them was at that super camp so that's another good thing about the super camp it allowed us to meet so many people and i remember funny story uh when junie and i saw the slime balls for the first time at the camp we were like oh my gosh these guys are so annoying but like they it was because they did it well yeah. In terms of they like, were so annoying, like they did it so well. It was like they all they did was like screech in the match and like be so annoying. And it was like the, it was the best heel work that I saw all day. Yeah, and I was like, please turn them off. Like as a as, in the fan perspective, so it was very funny. They're so talented in that way; they can get under your skin, but then they can also make you root for them, like so easily. Right. So, literally, I don't know what it is about Tom, but like. I literally am like, I I want to punch you in the face, and I want to go to bat for you at the same time so bad. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know why I want to do that. They can but. do it so well. They can both do both so well, which is very good. incredible. Um, and I think that gimmick is really, like, it, it lends to that. They can be a fan favorite and a kid favorite. They can be the most disgusting and horrible thing that the fans have ever seen. But also... They're just, they're so, they're, they're funny too. They're just so funny. And I wish we could wrestle them again very soon because it's been quite a while. So slime balls, let's make it happen sometime Ooh. soon, please. There's a Yo, lot of gold between you guys. You now, know? Yeah. They're, they're definitely inspiring. They're like, I, I see them everywhere too. And I'm just like, yeah, y'all, y'all are, y'all are right and y'all are on it. But maybe soon at CZW. Who knows? Yeah. Got it. Yeah. I don't know. You guys have a bunch of belts. They have some belts, you know. Maybe maybe we could see a match with it, you know. Someone book it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Putting it into existence pretty much. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah. You got to talk yeah. about putting it into existence. So. Um. <laughs> Real quick. We've heard stories of uh, people kind of traveling to places and kind of having matches ready. Like, I think if, if, if you were to take four people in a car and you were to send them to wherever and have them have matches all over, 
mm-hmm. America. If you were to put us two, me and Ethan, Lost Boys versus the Slime Balls, like we would we would literally show out wherever it was. Like that would those would be the matches that we show up to with our guys and it's like, yeah, hey, we'll, we'll, we're going to put this on for you, whatever. Um, so it's just, it's really cool that we have that with them, yeah. for sure. Awesome. I want to rewind back to ETWA a little bit because you guys went up to Canada. Um, yes. So that's so awesome. Yes. So congrats, you know, you guys are new champs with that. Um, but tell us a little bit about the experience going up to Canada. Yeah, so Canada is a very, very very fun place it's so the the venue itself that we wrestle at is actually only a couple of streets from the border so it's not too deep into canada however the fans are all just so nice they they're so like loving and and so respectful and and they just as soon as we come out we don't even need to do anything they just instantly have our backs and it's like it's awesome It's, it's you know that some fans had never even seen us before and Within seconds, they're screaming Lost Boys and chanting Lost Boys for us. So it's just awesome to kind of go to different places and, and meet new people and gain new fans. But also, like, Montreal itself is, is a very beautiful city. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it was a fun time. Did you bring back any coffee, Crisp? <laughs> no. How dare you? To- <laughs> That's it. So the podcast we- is over. No. <laughs> is that something we're supposed to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe next time. Next time I'll write you it down. Bring me There's some. a list of things we didn't do, so next time we'll get coffee, Chris. Oh, yeah, right, right, coffee, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. But. It's kind of like a Kit Kat, but it's like a coffee version of it. Oh, oh, I think, I think Ryan may have actually had one of those. I don't know. I, I, I think Ryan have, may have had one of those. So, did you have anything yes, from like did. Canada that's like Canadian? Did you have like the cheese curds or whatever and yeah poutine yes, yeah we had poutine we had poutine which is basically if no one's had poutine before it's french fries uh with gravy and want. cheese curds it, it, cheese yeah gravy you can put bacon you can put pork you can put mushrooms onions whatever you want on it and it's just a big bowl of these super loaded fries it's like the most delicious and like afterwards the most disgusting thing ever <laughs> um and then we also had I don't know how popular this is outside of Canada, if it is at all, but there's a nice dessert called Beaver Tails, which is like, it's like a flat uh, dough type thing mm-hmm. that kind of looks like a beaver tail, and then you can put a type of spread on it and toppings. So like Miles and I split, it was like Nutella on it, and then brownie pieces and white chocolate chunks. So that was also really good. If you go to Canada, I recommend getting a beaver tail. Yeah, I've heard about that one. I've had, like, the box where, like, I've done, like, openings and they had the, was it the ranch dressing chips and there's, like, a whole bunch of things, like, from Canada. So if you guys are going to do those, like, boxes for your podcast and you try from, like, different, you know, places in the world, it's pretty cool. So I did a Canada box. (laughs) That was pretty cool. Yeah, Um, that's really cool. And uh, Melissa's yelling at me. You and the coffee. I, listen, I gotta get those coffee crisps somehow. Okay, like I already have McCray Martin on it. Now we have uh, MJ, M Young, J Lee on it. You know, now now I have these guys. <laughs> uh, Matt yeah. D'Angelo's in the chat. He said, "Got to get these guys at C 4 Yes, yeah. I'm down. We do that, please. Message C4 that. Comment on all of their Instagram posts. Get the Lost Boys here. We love Canada. 
Canada loves the Lost Boys. Yeah, we love Canada. <laughs> He's like, yeah. <laughs> Phil's in the chat. What's up, Phil? What's going on? How are you? Did you go? You had revolver this weekend. How is everything? Oh, oh Presidente. Yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> it. He says, yes, get these guys the places. Hashtag book them. Definitely. Yes. So, get your favorite promotions. Tag them. You know, tag the Lost Boys. Get them out there. Uh, let's see what else. Let's talk about this because uh, I had a tweet and I was going to talk about it anyway, but I'm going to give all the credit to Scott on Twitter. He said, make sure to ask them about their appearance at Tony Deppin's Brewery uh, for Mike Bailey's uh, fight, uh, fight entertainment. He said, such fun events with more to come, I hope. Oh, yeah. So yeah. talk to us about that. Um, do, do you know about the, the fight I saw a whole bunch of like clips of it. Uh, I want to go to Tony Deppin's brewery that needs yeah. to like happen you know so, uh, so Pilgrim Brew, brew uh, brewery um it's in pottsville pa uh for the fightertainment spectacle speedball's fightertainment spectacle uh speedball and tony deppin kind of like did it together and had a group of wrestlers uh put on matches the first one was like tournament style uh where like you know you just got your your you got paired off and then uh if you lose you ref the next match uh and it was hilarious when like Ethan had to ref me versus speedball after speedball just like for lack of better terms beat his ass murdered <laughs> and then he's like yeah Junie you're next. <laughs> you. I was like, watch out. I was yelling at him. I was I was trying my best not to be a biased official, but I was kind of saying duck when speedball would throw a kick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I think what what's so cool about it is, like, the atmosphere of it is unlike anything I've seen so far. Like, it's just, it's, it's compact. It's nice and compact. Like, we don't have a ring. We wrestle on these, like, small mats. Uh... And we're surrounded by people and like a little bar table and the the camera to, to record everything. And it it was just so cool. And the second show he brought even like some more people in. Like in the first show he had Joey Janella and uh and then in the second show, he had, like, Manders, Jordan Oliver, other members of Young... Like, all the members of Young, Dumb, and Broke were there. Like, it was just really cool to... To just perform in a... In a... Much more low-stake environment. Mm -hmm. And it was just... It was nice to just, like... Like, I got to have a, a sick match with Speedball. Aethan got to have a sick match with Speedball. And we got to just, like, fight... Our, our trainer, like somebody that we care about yeah. and uh, love a lot. And we got to do that and kind of culminate this creation that he wanted because he, he, he didn't necessarily want it to be like traditional pro wrestling as everyone knows it. He wanted it to be something fun and something different. And just when we did it, it was just so awesome. Like, it was just so cool, and it felt great. And all the people there were, sit, like, just awesome because they were 
people were drinking and having a good time and we all just got to entertain in a different way than usual while also still honing the craft that we want to hone all the time yes and to paint a picture it's literally just a mat in a bar with everyone surrounding drinking and screaming <laughs> um and it's very fun I myself am only 20 years old. Miles is also only 20, so we can't drink. So it's kind of fun being like the uh, the annoying younger guys that can't drink and call the other people, you know, bad for drinking, and they boo us. But anyways, the uh, the second the second show it had a Jenga integration where yeah, the matches were it was like a four way elimination match. The first person would get eliminated, and then. The second person, so after the first person is eliminated, the other three would play Jenga mm -hmm. until someone else is eliminated, and then the final two would wrestle. So it's like, it was Jenga integrated into the matches. Um, so it's just unique. Yeah, you'll see something new. Also, that show started with a Haddle Royal, <laughs> where you would get eliminated by knocking, but if someone knocked your hat off. So Junie and I yep. ganged up on Speedball. That was my 100th match. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Yeah. Hello, Kitty. What's your name? This is Atticus. No relation to Koger. <laughs> How cute. That's awesome. Oh, I see. Love it to chat. Miles says, those fans don't take too kindly to those of us not old enough to drink. Well, <laughs> no, uh, they're plenty kind enough. Y'all just make them feel bad. Uh, they are very kind. I'll tell you what. If you were to ask Ryan Rise, the, another member of the Lost Boys, if you were to ask Ryan what his career highlight is, he would probably say the fact that going into his first ever uh, fightertainment match, he said, I'm going to make one of those fans buy me a drink. And then in the middle of his match, a fan bought him a drink, he chugged it, and he made his comeback, and he, he beat the other guy up. So, like, he's like... The fact that at the perfect time when I was down and out and I was about to lose, someone buys me a drink and I and I, you know, I drink it in the middle of the match. It was this career highlight. So yeah. that's how that, that's how fun those shows are. <laughs> uh, Robert's in chat. He goes, Allen Brothers over the Lost Boys. Dude. Oh, man, so okay. that's Robert Allen and Look, Allen Rob Brothers suck. Hey, man, all I'm saying is. I haven't lost to a single Allen in my entire life, and it's never going to happen. All right? So stay down in North Carolina, or if you really want some, maybe get some? find somebody up here. Oh, who, yeah, come up here. Maybe maybe you can have the Lost Boys one more time. But for now, get out. For now, I think he needs to, uh, I think he needs to, to, to rest because we did murder him in that, in that elimination match. We hit him with a bunch of moves and then pinned him and, and beat him. Yeah. So I think he needs to rest up. And then we, <laughs> Ain't that right, Robert? Then we went on to, to, to beat and pin the rest of his family. Yes, but no, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, even though the Lost Boys did beat the Allen Brothers and they should always remember that, uh, they are very talented. They're, they're, yeah. they're such a good group of, of kids. To be completely fair, like Steve, Robert, and Mason, uh, the, all three of them, they're from North Carolina, which is my, my home state. Um, and they're doing like tremendous stuff down there. Uh, as, as much as they can be jerks, uh, <laughs> such jerks. <laughs> they're really, they're really <laughs> terrible. Uh, they have a terrible moral compass, but they, uh, they, they're really, uh, 
really fantastic talent with like a lot a, a lot of potential like way past the ceiling so yeah look out for them for sure well, maybe maybe they'll come up for uncharted territory that's uh, coming up at uh, the H2O building the next you know was it like twelve weeks it is at Mondays. Yeah, that'll be sick. That'd be kind of cool. So a lot of lot of cool stuffs going on over there. Uh, that's starting oh, on Monday. Uncharted territory is yeah. on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. It starts that. this Monday. Well, that's not today. Next Monday. That's interesting. Yeah. So I'm putting it out there. Maybe you'll see some of us. Maybe you'll see Miles or something. Yeah. Oh, maybe. We'll see. Uh, Tyler's a chess at Juni at 880 is always amazing. <laughs> Miles is calling Robert a punk. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are crazy. Um, all right. Let's move on to some other stuff. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Wrestling Open because you guys have gone up there. You know, we love Wrestling Open here. I mean, even like yeah. I know you guys were on like the Beyond show. The the. Um... No, we did the hot dogs and a handshake. Yeah. Yeah, hot dog and a handshake. Yeah. Show outside at Ralph Steiner, that was so fun. <laughs> yeah. Just getting to face our other fellow Lost Boys. Anytime we get to just have us four in a ring together, we just have fun. Yeah. It's just. On. And that's another match that I would recommend people who's never seen us, uh, our group. It's a very good showing as us as a tag team. Mm -hmm. It's also very good showing as the other two as a tag team and just all four of us as talent in general. Mm -hmm. So that's another really good match that I would recommend. I think you can find it for free on Beyond Wrestling's YouTube if you scroll back a little bit. Yeah, you might actually be able to type in like Lost Boys versus Restless. That, yeah, that's true. There you go. And you can watch that on uh, IWTV, too, because the hot dog and a handshake is yeah. on there, too. You watch hot dogs and a handshake on yeah. IWTV. Yeah. You'll be able to watch it. So, um, But, yeah, I, we can talk a little bit about, like, singles run a little bit for you guys. So, I mean, I was going to talk about Mike Bailey and even, <laughs> like, pretty much, you know, like, how was, you know, you talked a little bit more if you want to elaborate a little bit more with, you know, working with Mike Bailey. Uh, do you want to start us off? Ethan, because I feel like I could yeah. probably talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speedball, as a trainer, so knowledgeable. He's very different from all the other trainers that we've had in that he, he teaches in a different style, but in a style that's very, I think, necessary for modern-day indie wrestlers. He teaches us a lot about the structure and how to put a match together, and we've learned in such a short period of time so much from him like it's actually insane how much we learned from him in the short period that we we got to spend with him and then as a mentor as a person he's the sweetest guy ever uh he kicks very hard but he's the sweetest guy ever and he whenever we you know send him a match or ask him a question here and there he's always quick to respond he's always quick to to watch our matches and give us feedback and whatnot and sometimes even on his twitch he he shows our matches and that's just the coolest thing uh, that's kind of taken us under his wing like that. And then as a competitor, I've only ever faced him once, and it was on a mat. I hope to do it one day in a ring. But he kicked me very hard. He is a very, he's one of the best wrestlers in the yeah. world. Um, and I, I enjoyed it. Even though I lost and got beat up, I enjoyed every second of it because just sharing uh, a space with him, it's just, it's just surreal. Yeah. Right. Like being Like when we met him, we knew that like there was something there there was something here of like wow like 
all of us were like, man, we want to learn from him more. I wish there was a way. And then literally we go and we're doing crew for JCW, GCW. It was Nick Wayne's birthday show, uh, Nick Wayne and Orange Crush's birthday show. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, uh, just letting y'all know I'm going to run training out of this area in uh, Bethlehem. And we were just like, oh, sick. Like, we're on it. And we were there, like, I was there literally every Thursday minus, like, one, I think, for, like, three to four months. And then just his willingness to just stick with us. Like, he doesn't ever have to respond to the messages that we sent him. He is so busy. He is so busy. I think he's arguably one of the busiest wrestlers in the world right now. For sure, yeah. And I could send him a message sometime within the literally whenever, and I'm sure whether it's I wake up in the morning or by lunchtime, he will have responded to me. And that's insane to me to have a mentor of his caliber of that, that just is so willing to help no matter what. Like he is really trying to pave the way for us. And he's really trying to help us be the best that we can be. And he's constantly giving us ideas. Like he'll, I'll ask him something and then he'll respond to it. And throughout the day, he'll, he'll literally think about it. Like we won't be messaging at all, but he'll shoot me a, a tweet or a message or like a video six hours later and be like, hey, you should think of trying this or like something along those lines. And he doesn't have to do that right. at all. And to me, that's so like, I appreciate just the love and care that he has for all of the people that have been under his wing. And so to, to be able to, to take part in the fighter attainment spectacle with him, to be on the same card as him ever, which I've gotten to do a couple of times just by being right place, right time. Like just being able to do that has literally been just so insane and has has changed so much about the way that I view wrestling, the way that I go about, like like Ethan said, structuring my matches and us structuring our matches like as a tag team. Like, we just, I don't think we can ever thank uh, him, Sonny Defarge, and Cheeseburger. Those three, I don't think we could ever thank them enough for what they have done to just get us to where we are now. Like, it, it's unbelievable what we're now doing in comparison to what we were. Mm-hmm. And it's unbelievable what I know we will do because of it. So it's just, yeah, speedball, top tier, top tier human. Oh. Yes, and it's one of the coolest things in wrestling is learning from those that like you watched growing up. Like, Cheeseburger was literally one of my favorite... At the time, he was a comedy wrestler in, in Ring of Honor, but one of my favorite comedy wrestlers. And then Speedball was one of my favorite PWG wrestlers. Yeah, I, I got I had gotten into indie wrestling in the mid-2010s, and PWG was... I was obsessed with that. I mean, the, the talent they had in PWG between, like, 2014 and 2016 is insane. Uh, but Speedball was one of my favorite wrestlers there and then he gets locked out of the u.s for five years and i'm like oh no this is terrible and then he comes back right around the same time that i start training and he decides to live 
you know, super close to where I go to school. And it's just like super cool. Like I just met and started training and it's just like, that's just one of the coolest things, you know, personally to, yeah. to learn from people that you grew up and have a very high appreciation and admiration for it. Yeah. So shout out to Mike Bailey, definitely one of the best into the world. So I'm excited. I was, I was really happy for you guys with that. Uh, Judy, there was one match that I definitely want to talk to, and then I'm going to get to the question into the chat. But I have to talk about uh, Limitless had the, the qualifier match that you did in the four way with Desmond Cole, Adam yeah. Priest, and Andy Brown. Oh my God. Like, love them all. <laughs> They've all been on this podcast. I love those guys. I'll shout out to Randy because Randy books some great stuff up at Limitless. Also, oh. hopefully, you know, like I see you guys there uh, eventually, you know, tag team up there, you know. Sure. But can you like give me a little bit about that match because that was great. I, I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I was so incredibly nervous. So, uh, as Ethan could could vouch for, and sometimes I, I think it's a little like to my detriment. But I I wear myself down a lot by kind of uh, the Thursday and Friday before I went up to Limitless, I was in Pittsburgh at 880. So I wrestled two matches. I wrestled Thursday, Friday in Pittsburgh. I get done wrestling Friday night and I drive all the way to New Jersey to pick up Jordan Oliver. I get to Jordan Oliver's house at about 4.15, 4.30. We end up going to sleep around 5.30, 6 o'clock. We have to be up at 7.30 to go pick up Joey Janela. We pick up Joey Janela, and then we go all the way up to Limitless in Maine. And it was just so insane. Like, I get there, and, like, we're a little late because, as we would, there's no way I'm not going to be late or even from, you know, like, yeah. it's going to be really hard. Uh, but I got there, like, relatively good time, and I get there, and I talk to these guys, and, and they're so sick. Desmond Cole is one of the sweetest humans I, I, I've ever met. Um, and it's, I get there, and he's just like, this is how I started with Limitless Wrestling. Like, I was in a qualifier is in a fatal four way. And I really want to help you show out. I want you to do your thing. I want you to get some stuff in. And I was like thinking of stuff and they were giving me ideas and helping me really just bring the best version of Junie Underwood to this match. And it was just so sick. Like I can't, and Andy Brown, like we know him, he, we've trained with Andy Brown and like the, the fact that he, all three of them and, Adam Priest, uh, yeah, he wrestles a lot, like, more, like, in the South. Mm -hmm. But he was just so kind. Like, all three of them didn't have to be. Like, first off, I was already a little late. So, like, right then and there, they could have all just forgotten about making, like, helping me have the best performance I could have. But they didn't. They were like, yeah, we want you to succeed. And so we put together this really good fun match i love it like it's one of i think it's arguably one of my favorite matches that i've had and that i've been a part of like it's just a lot of fun um but just to be able to share the ring with them and i've wanted to share a ring with desmond cole ever since like early january because uh in early january i did like a tryout match for wrestling open mm -hmm. which i ended up getting a concussion 
uh, during the tryout match. Mm-hmm. And Desmond Cole uh, literally like gave me his entire jug of water just because like and to me that right there I was like I I know one day I'm gonna wrestle this guy because that was insane like he didn't have to do that like yeah sure I had a concussion and like I he had water so why not give it to me but he gave me his entire jug of water I have no idea where that jug of water ever went but (laughs) I know I have it for too long but he didn't care like he was like he just was such a genuine guy and every time every interaction I've had with him has been nothing but selflessness after selflessness after selflessness and it's just so incredible to be in the ring with those three people shout out to them they're all amazing I love all those guys so that's why I wanted to talk about that match because I can't say enough about them yeah they're just great (laughs) people they're just great people so you know shout out to them uh, let's do some. Oh, actually, let me grab the, the question in the chat. So it's from Dominic. Uh, he said, ask them about their match at ETWA and if they know about the hot tub. And Dom said he's the one that dressed because he texts me. He goes, if they don't remember, tell them I dressed as Barbie at Fight Life. Oh, <laughs> yes. I don't know anything about hot tub, though. I don't know. what. That- I don't know. But uh, our ETWA match was a lot of fun. Like this, this past recent, this past weekend's one, yeah, where we won the ETWA Tag Team Championships. Um, that literally has been, as Ethan said earlier, that story really started during that Fatal Four Way, the Elimination Fatal Four Way. Ethan, um, do you have you have any thoughts you want to go ahead and share on this one? Well. I feel like the story is kind of two stories mushed into one. Like, just our story in ETWA in general. We started our very first match. We were bad guys, and we were put up against the Colony for the ETWA Tag Team Championships. And we threw everything and the kitchen sink at them, and we couldn't come away with it. So we developed this obsession and this hatred for the Colony, uh, unrightfully so. I mean, we, we, we probably shouldn't have had that mental process, but we hated the Colony. We hated them be- because of that. Um, so every match after that we were just obsessed like we want the colony we want the colony we want them back and they were moving on they were you know other challengers were emerging for their titles so then it all leads to this fatal four-way i mean this this four-way tag match and it's an elimination match and the very first team eliminated is the colony we eliminate them and we go in like like as bad guys we're, we're we hate the colony and as soon as we eliminate them we're like let's go and then we realized the job's not done, and that didn't really do anything for us. That didn't satisfy whatever we wanted it to satisfy, and we still had to deal with two other teams to get to those titles. So from there, we we're like, okay, we need to change our perspective. We need to. There's more. There's bigger things than just personal vendettas and you know unnecessary hatred. Right. So then we we kind of you know we teamed with the rap bastards we were trying to get the, the cold hard guapos down because cold hard guapos they're they're tough to beat they have uh diego alvarez who is very smart he's like he's he is full of himself however he's he's very he's a very good strategist uh and then johnny pierce is is he's super big like he's what six five three hundred pounds he's, like he's that. much he's taller than both of us Yes, and much heavier too. He could pick us both up over his shoulder and slam us down at the same time if he wanted to. He, so, no, he did. he's done it. He, he did that. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so in that story, we, we kind of we gained a lot of perspective in 
over the course of just one match, we gained so much perspective. And it ended with them choking us out. Well, they, they, Johnny choked Juni out while Diego had me in a submission and forced me to watch. And that's how we lost, and that's how they won the tag titles. So at that point, we our, our motives changed, and we got more behind the crowd, and the crowd got more behind us, and we, we gained a lot of, you know, traction and whatnot and we went after the Cordard Guapos we had a match in Canada and they beat us by hitting Juni with the title behind the ref's back and that sucked because Canada really wanted to see us win that night we really wanted to win and then so for six months later to get a rematch back in Canada back in the same exact um, the same exact venue in front of the same crowd and finally beat them the titles and kind of complete this year-long journey for those championships our debut match in etwa was for the titles and finally a year later we win the titles and just i really want to shout out the, the myers family i know dj came in earlier i don't know if he's still in but dj doug donnie everyone there is just they're they're all incredible to work for and i have a lot of fun wrestling etwa it's in vermont so i know it's a little hard to get to for the the northeast tri-state area people but if you're ever in vermont come by an ETWA show or in Canada. Yeah. There you go. So, uh, I see a fan came in. Athena says, favorite ETWA tag team as fuck. <laughs> Pretty much. And, and <laughs> Athena. And <laughs> Athena. Shout out to Athena, too. She's also part of the Myers family, and she is incredible. She does everything from social media to making videos to trying to collect promos from people and post them when they don't really want to send promos. To yeah. taking pictures of the action, to getting really good shots of the action, to running concessions, to running around, to helping tear down the ring. Girl, you don't need to do that. And she does it. Like, you know, like, she's awesome. <laughs> so shout out there. She's a real one. She, she's, she's, she's a real one. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to you. All right, let's do some of these uh, fan <laughs> tweets. So we have one from Good Cop, Bad Cop. He loves to mess with everybody. He said, with Lost Boys being an anagram of Bossy Lot, which tag team is the <laughs> bossiest on the, on the <laughs> Indies? What I'm supposed to <laughs> The bossiest lot. <sighs> what does that mean? I'm confused. <laughs> Help. <laughs> bossiest lot. What tag team is the bossiest lot? I would, you know what? I would you say the Just Us League. Must be thinking of you. I would say a tag team that thinks that they run stuff, but they really don't. The Just Us League from UWA. Yeah, Just Us League, dude. Screw those guys. <laughs> <laughs> they swear they're the bosses. They swear they're the guys. Man. They're just not. They're not they those just, guys, pals. They're not they those guys. And all that, and then we beat them. Now we beat them every time we're in the ring with them. We haven't lost to them in like what six months. <laughs> they do match, yeah. So basically, they in UWA Elite, the Justice League were the tag team champions, and they ran through the tag division. And they're bringing in all these tag teams, one of which was the Slime Balls, and they're bringing in all these tag teams that they're like, we're gonna bring this tag team in and beat them, right? Just to like to act like we're doing something good by bringing them in, and then just beat them, embarrass them, and send them on their way, and, and get more wins for us. Yeah. They brought us in, and they beat us the first match, but it wasn't that easy to, to hold us down. And then the next time we shared a ring with them, we beat them, and ever since we've been the e, uh, UWA Elite Tag Champions. So they're they're the bossiest lot, I think. They think they run things, but they really yeah. don't. They really don't. Sorry, Steelers. 
There you go. <laughs> Alright. Let's move on to the next fan tweet. Uh, next fan tweet's from Dave. Who are your wrestling influences? Junior, you can go ahead and start because I know you. Alright, yeah. And I got it. So uh, I would say, so uh, Chris Saban is my favorite wrestler. Uh, and then in terms of getting back into wrestling, because I, I literally, the, the first match I remember, I, I have a very vivid memory of is uh, the triangle triple threat ladder match between Edge and Christian, the Hardy Boys, and the Dudleys. And that was really what got me in with like WWE style wrestling. And then my first like kind of venture out of WWE style wrestling was when I watched uh, Chris Saban's storyline with Petey Williams. Just this super simple story of Petey Williams had this super devastating move called the Canadian Destroyer, and nobody had countered it. Nobody knew how to beat it. He just was hitting everybody with it. He was winning. But then, hail Saban, Chris Saban comes along, and he's like, I got to counter. I know what to do. And Petey Williams goes to get him in the Canadian, and he just drops down to one knee, picks him up, cradle shock, which is now, fast forward, you know, 17, 18 years later, is now Junie Underwood's finisher the cradle flare add a little you know little to it um but he just being able to watch him and he he just i don't know there's just some people that you you have like a connection with that you see and you can just feel it and he's one of those people that i'm just like man this guy just gets it and then uh in high school i kind of stopped watching wrestling because i would get bullied for it a little bit and that's a, oh no that's a story for another day. We don't got a whole <laughs> but uh, when I get into college, I start doing theater. And through theater, I kind of just became more comfortable with, like, who I was as a human. And uh, I started watching wrestling again. But the only reason I started watching wrestling again is because I was literally scrolling through YouTube. And I saw uh, an ROH video came up. You know, it was Final Battle or Road to Final Battle. Uh, Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. And it was the first time I had heard, you know, story time with Adam Cole, baby. And I just literally from there, I started watching it back and forth. Like I was just watching Adam Cole matches. Going, 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 going. And then my dad calls me. Well, we're talking, talking to my dad. And he was like, hey, have you thought about like getting back into watching wrestling at all? And I was like, actually, yeah, I'm watching this guy named Adam Cole. Uh, he's an ROH and like this uh this like indie promotion called like PWG but I haven't really like dove into that yet and he was like well maybe you should watch this NXT from this past Saturday and so in that NXT I saw Johnny Gargano who then became one of my favorites ever and then on top of that I was like watching it and I was like I don't know why I'm watching this like I don't know why he would recommend me watch this after I tell him that I'm watching a bunch of Adam Cole and then the main event Drew McIntyre just wins and Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, who were on earlier that night, they pop up on the the corner, and I go, typically wherever this guy shows up, it's like, I was like, is Adam about to? And then literally, bang! Drew <laughs> and I go, let's go! Like, I'm in my room, like, yelling, and people are, like, coming into my dorm, like, dude, what's up? And I'm like, I love wrestling! And, like, just lose my mind because Adam Cole showed up and just like, it was sick. And so those have really been kind of what 
drove me. And then Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano's like two out of three falls is. I was there for that. (laughs) It's literally like I saw that match and I go, I've always wanted to do this, but now I like have to do this. Let me cut you off because Desmond Cole's in the chat. He goes, yo, (laughs) big boofa. My God. <laughs> God, we were talking about you earlier. We said horrible, horrible things. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> oh, Judy said one time he go was back and, at go wrestling back and... open, and you had a whole jug of water, and you didn't let him take a sip. And he said you're all for that. <laughs> okay, maybe maybe wait until this is over so you can actually see what was said before they, uh, you know. Uh, go back and watch it. I said nothing but terrible, terrible things. <laughs> Much love to Dutz. Um, but yeah. So, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, that was it. That, I think that's basically my story in a, in, in, a, in a very, very short nutshell. Oh, real quick. <laughs> uh, all because of Peach Snapper. And that's for a different podcast. Uh oh. Oh, you need to have us back. Ooh, oh, you gotta my. have it's a two parter. It's a two parter up in here. How Snapple changes lives. You thought we were gonna give now. you all the answers in one podcast? No, we're smart businessmen. Yeah, come on now. Just <laughs> says, "Wow, it's like that." <laughs> what about wait? About making y'all wait for the Snapple story? <laughs> no, I think he meant about about, about yeah, you know you're not getting any water, <laughs> or that he's got to go back and watch it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, well, I'm not gonna re-say like five. I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. But like, he's just like, wow, it's like that. <laughs> I'm causing pro- I'm causing a match right now. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Make it happen. Make it happen. Uh, yeah. So, hey, Fendel, uh, your inspiration, pretty much. So, I have a few uh, different ones. It's this is a weird question because it's not favorite wrestlers. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like there's a, there's a difference between them. I, I mean, I could answer favorite wrestlers, but in terms mm-hmm. of inspiration slash influences, in ring wise, I would say the biggest ones are AJ Styles and Eddie Guerrero. Mm-hmm. Those two, I think, uh, like AJ Styles, I feel like for the longest time was the best wrestler in the world, best overall performer in the world. Um, and then Eddie Guerrero, I feel like, is one of those guys who could fly in the air if he wanted to. He could also ground and pound if he wanted to. He could submit you if he wanted to. He had the charisma. He had the moves. He had the attitude. Everything in the ring was very fluid. So I think him and AJ Styles, and then also Shawn Michaels. I think Shawn Michaels is the greatest overall performer of all time. Yeah. He, he just had everything. He had everything you want in the ring. The, the facials at the perfect time. He had the cells at the most, you know, the most unique cells. Uh, he had he had everything. He, he knew how to pace himself. He knew how to read a crowd. He knew how to play with the crowd. He knew, it just, his psychology was, was next level and then his performance itself was next level. So I think Shawn Michaels, AJ Styles and Eddie Guerrero in terms of in-ring and then, and it's gonna sound really corny and really cheesy. But John Cena was my Hulk Hogan growing up, right? I'm only 20 years old. I, I grew up, I, Cena debuted before I was even born. So, like, he, he was the guy growing up for me. And he very much actually instilled in me the idea to never give up. Like, growing up, like, you don't understand. I'd be, go, I'd be going through a challenge. I'd be going through things. And all I could think is, never give up. Like, never give up. Like, you know, like, I'd, I ran the mile. Um, that was my, my big 
uh, track race. I was a long distance runner in middle school and high school, and my my best race was the mile. And just every mile, it'd be like never give up, just keep going, like never give up, like hustle, loyalty, respect. You know, so like John yeah. Cena is very big influence and inspiration outside of the ring, and then everything he's done for you know the Make a Wish kids and everything he's done philanthropically, it's it's been a really big inspiration. Like I I very much want to inspire kids like that's one of the biggest reasons i'm in wrestling is to inspire the next generation and to teach them you know core values and and morals and whatnot and just good things and be a good influence on them and to to help make a lot of kids kids very happy you know so so john cena too i love that I love that. That's like fits into my wrestling with positivity, which I'll get into. But Desmond Cole said in the chat, all jokes, y'all a bunch of talented dudes who had an amazing head on your shoulders. Keep keep on keeping on and continuing to grow for real. Much love. Uh, thank you, Desmond. We get much Honestly, here. Junior, I've I've never shared the, the ring with Desmond. We have to get him in a tag match somehow. Desmond, pick your partner and pick a time and place. Oh, oh man. Okay, I'm here. Maybe him in like Gabe Sky, or maybe him in Tristan. Ooh. Ooh. Tristan Ty, let's go. Now for whatever. I'm here for yeah, it. All of the above. All of the above. Yeah. <laughs> we got more people. It was a lot. Yeah, yeah. As many people we want. <laughs> we got more people part of the Lost Boys. You know, we can do it. Yeah. We can. We can do the do with however many three you want. Three on three, four on four. Whatever you want. Ooh. Des, come on. Ooh, I'm getting ring. excited I'm sure here. In the ring again. Let's go. Go grab, like, go grab the Miracle Wands or something. Oh, Ooh. let's go. Ooh. I'm here yeah, for it. <laughs> I'm totally here for it. All right, let's go. <laughs> like, I'm here, you know. All right. Oh, Dave's other question was, what's a book you'd recommend? A book. Um... Does it have to be like no pictures? <laughs> Good night, Moon. <laughs> well, I'm big on like comic books and like graphic novels and like, you know, uh, animated and anime related things. Well, go for it because actually Dave's a big anim- anime guy, so. I oh read. <laughs> The Last Ronin, which is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles thing. Uh, it takes place kind of uh, in the future where, like, all but one of the turtles is alive. And, like, that's not a spoiler. The, the spoiler would be if I were to tell you which one is alive, which I'm not going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so cool just, like, to see that journey. And it's, like, so well written. It's, like, very – it's just really good. Um it's honestly one of my like favorite pieces of fiction I think I've like ever read. Like it's just really, really good. Um, I I spent uh, so I'm a substitute teacher and uh, like on my off time and uh, or on my not wrestling time. And so whenever I had like I literally read it all within like a day. Like anytime I was like anytime that the kids like, didn't need something to do, I was just reading. And it was like, I read it from literally start of the day, and I finished it by the end of the day. It was like so good. So I would definitely recommend Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: The Last Run. Okay. How about you. Um, I 
I have two answers, and one of them is maybe a generic answer. I'm not sure, but Of Mice and Men is um, a very, 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 very good story. Lenny and George, uh, if you've never read Of Mice and Men, it's a quick read, uh, but one of the greatest pieces of literature of all time. Um, very sad, but very, very, very fulfilling and, and good story. And then this one, it's more more so a, a children's story. It's not like one with pictures, but it, um, I've read it. My fifth grade teacher read it to us in um, the fifth grade, and it was called Because of Mr. Tara. And it was just so cool. It's basically about like this influential teacher who gets hurt and like the the kids don't really know who they have as a teacher until like he gets hurt and has to like you know misses some time and it's just they all come together and and there's it's like a coming of age there's a whole bunch of like different you know I, I forget if they're in middle school or whatnot and it, that's a really good story I think that may be a little bit lower of a, a reading level when you read it in fifth grade but that's still this day probably like my favorite book that was ever read to me or that I've read so because of Mr. Terrip and of Mice and Men. However, I'm much more of a movie guy myself, so I can make movie wrecks better than I can make movie, uh, book wrecks. Just throwing that out there. Also facts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I know there's a lot of book readers in this chat. Like, I know, like, Dave, well, Dave asked the question. I know Dominic, so I'm sure Dominic's happy for listening to that. Uh, <laughs> in case you can't tell, I've never read a book outside of school. <laughs> That's terrible, Miles. Terrible. Um, Miles is He's saying that, yet yeah, he didn't even read books in school. We went to the same school, so I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> but hey, man, he's, he's also right, though. He's also right. Listen, I was occupying all my time with sports and wrestling, so I didn't really have time for, for reading. There you go. <laughs> Although I do I do actually enjoy reading. Like I do have a bunch of books that I, I would like to get to actually Timing with college and stuff. It's hard to. I gotta tell you. I'm sure. I don't. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna. I got two final questions, and then we'll go over everything. Um, so let's do. Let's do. Uh, I I had like a triggering question from here from a fan tweet. It was Mike. Oh no! It was like. Well, I call it like trigger. If you could deem a national holiday, what would it be, and what would you call it? Mm. National. No school after the Super Bowl day. It is the most annoying thing to have to go into school the day after the Super Bowl. Why doesn't America have off? And I'm serious. I'm serious. I feel like people in the workplace, people in school, everyone would appreciate a day off. Like, it's okay. It starts at 6.30. By the time it ends, it's like almost 11 o'clock after, like, the ceremony. It's 11 o'clock. People are eating the most wings, pizza, and fries, like, of any other day in America and they're drinking beer and they're partying, they're out late. You know, it's like, you know, for kids, you, you stay, you get to stay up late to, late to watch the football game and everyone's happy about it. You know, whether it's your team or not, it's just like, why do we not have off of school and work the next day? <laughs> that should be a thing. That's go. the holiday. Make it a holiday. <laughs> My holiday was definitely not as fun. And well, actually, it's more fun in a different way, because as as people know, I am a I'm a little bit of a uh, a pyromaniac, if you will. Um, I like fire, and uh, 
I think it would be sick if there was like a national bonfire day so that we can, you know, all like be in unity around a super giant ass bonfire. Oh. Wouldn't that be one sick? bonfire, the whole world. Yeah, the whole world on fire, dude. The lost boys I'm trying to do here. I'm not trying to just I'll bring the, the s'mores. Whole the whole the rest of the lore, baby. On fire, little fires everywhere, baby. <laughs> I'm it all burn. Put in the ground. You know? I'll bring Whoa, the s'mores. Down. <laughs> I know, I got, I'm getting excited. <laughs> in, in your elevator pitch to the U.S. government to, to make a national day, you should not say, I want everything to burn. But I do agree that the bonfire <laughs> would be awesome. Hosted by the law school. Are you telling me? Are you telling me our U.S. government wouldn't buy that? <laughs> I, I, dude, historically speaking, they might, they might respond to it in a better way than we think. I'm saying. Oh my God. All right. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to end off on my wrestling with positivity on this episode. <laughs> um, and I'm still doing a video, guys. If you guys are interested, you know, out there, if you want to contribute, uh, shoot me a message. It's pinned on my uh on my Twitter or X, excuse me, not Twitter X, whatever <laughs> like that. If you want some details, anything in wrestling. Uh, so for you guys, anything that comes to mind, whether it's something that um, you know you've done for a wrestler, or maybe a wrestler's done for you, maybe something a fan's done for you, maybe something that you've done for a fan, anything particular that you know, like we wouldn't know unless you would share. Uh. So out, outside of what I already mentioned about Desmond Cole, because again, I think that is one of the, the like literally insane. I can't thank him enough for, for, for doing that. Uh, but um, for, for three legacies wrestling, which is typically ran by Ricardo Rodriguez, there's this, uh, there, there's this kid named Diesel and his brother, uh, his mom and, uh, the the man that that he is, that she is dating, uh, they show up to every 3LW show, and literally, just I I got my first like art from them, like fan art. It was so sick, like to just really wonder because wrestlers we'll go through periods whether it's early whether it's late i'm sure like we're gonna go through multiple but we always go through periods of like do we really matter in the grand scheme of wrestling do we as do we as individual wrestlers do we and then when somebody takes their sweet time their sweet like literally everybody's time is so precious like, time is so precious so the fact that this kid made sure to take time out of his time and his mom's time to make me a piece of art is just like wow like diesel is like one of the like literally one of the greatest kids like i've ever met in my life um so that's my little piece that i wanted to make sure got out um, yeah that's so sweet i i remember that that day when uh <laughs> Junior was very, 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 very happy that Diesel made him a poster. It was very sweet. Um, I there was oh the little girl from Green Mountain. So at Green Mountain Wrestling, um, there was a very, very sweet little girl that showed up with a custom-made 
Boss Boys number one fan shirt, which is Aww. like the coolest thing that, you know, her and her family, her parents made her a whole shirt that like she probably wears other places that says Lost Boys number one fan. And so coming out and seeing that, you know, we took so much pictures with her. And so it was Judy and I uh, had a tag match and then we won and we stayed out to introduce the next match, which was Miles versus Ryan. Because even though they're part of the Lost Boys, they, they were having some disagreements at the time and had to settle their, their beef. They're literal, they're, they were beefing in, over Taco Bell pretty much. So their <laughs> literal beef they had to settle. Yeah. And um, so oh. we introduced that match. And we, we sat ringside with them and we sat with the little girl. So that was really cute. Um, and every match, I make it a, a point, every single match that Junie and I defend or even just bring out the tag team titles with, whether it's in UWA Elite, whether it's in ECWA, whether it's in future uh, promotions with tag titles, every sing- it's a kind of like a little bit of a, um, a ritual for myself and for us as a team to, when we're done, if we are still tag champs at the end of the match, we will go up to one of one of the little kids that helped support us and give them the title and raise their hand for the crowd to cheer them because they helped support us and cheer us. So like that's something every time after a match we always go up to pick our kid, give the kid the title, raise their hand and have the crowd cheer for them. So that's um just and it's just like we've we've heard countless times from from parents that like that type of stuff it's made their their kids day and like the one kid was like that just made my entire life oh my god and like like that's over exaggerated but like it's, yeah it's the fact that you know we we do inspire and we we influence and you know these kids look up to us and we're influencing and inspiring a, a, another generation you know hopefully they look at us down the line like we looked at some of our favorites and hopefully we increase their passion for pro wrestling and yeah that that's just something like I love, I love the kids. The kids are, the, you know, one of the biggest reasons why I do it. This is amazing. Oh, thank you guys for, like, sharing that, you know. But wrestling with positivity is, like, very important on the Indie Wrestling Corner for me. Um, so there's so many stories. Uh, you guys, if you haven't watched, there's three episodes. I drop them very randomly. I usually try to do between Thanksgiving and Valentine's Day. Uh, and Thanksgiving's coming up. So, again, like, if you guys want to contribute and tell your stories, uh, shoot me a message because these stories are very empowering. So thank you, you know, for sharing that. Um but yeah, let's talk about what you guys got coming up so people can come support you and bother you and, you know, <laughs> and all that fun stuff. So, I mean, I have two match graphics here. So uh, I got, I will be at Fight Life next week and I'm here for the scramble. I'm here for all the flips. I expect the bridge from Judy. <laughs> Even if I don't do it, I'll make sure somebody bridges in that match. <laughs> Dustin does a beautiful bridge. Junie, if Dustin Bridges, I want you to stomp his uh, his his stomach in. If, if Dustin Bridges, I'm going to straight up light his shoes on fire. <laughs> okay, on the toes. Wow. <laughs> Someone tag Dustin. Word. Yeah, Dustin. <laughs> yeah, Dustin. I want to see how fast you can run with no shoes. Yeah. While your feet on fire. <laughs> Feet on fire. If you call yourself the Flash, the Flash is used to running with his feet on fire, kind of. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. He's done. He's done two bridges, and that's it. He gave me the bridges because I sponsored him um, at BLP. Uh, so he gave me the bridge. 
and I never mm -hmm. saw him do the bridge. And then I came to the Beyond show the next day, and since I was there, he gave me the bridge again. Uh, so, and that was it. I never saw it again. <laughs> so I expect a bridge. Um, but yeah, Fight Life, this is on Fight TV. Uh, check this out next Wednesday. I'll be there. I'll, there'll probably be an Indie Talks episodes on this channel. I'll bother Juni pretty much, you know, in the backstage. We'll talk about some beer, maybe. You know, going on at the beer place. It's great. But yeah. Uh, and then I have also UWA Elite for you guys. So that's coming yeah. up November 18th. I know Melissa's going. This should be fun. So Pretty yes. Ugly Last versus breath. Lost Boys versus Just Us League. Yes. That match is going to be uh, insane. It's been a long time coming, for sure. Yep. And for those of you that don't know, UWA Elite's biggest show of the year, their last show, their season finale, that's coming up in a couple of weeks, November 18th. It's called Last Breath, the big three-way. We've been beefing with the Justice League for a long time now. We've been beefing, but kind of also now respect and admire the pretty ugly so we want to give them a shot, but we also want to get our hands at the Justice League because they concussed us a little bit a week, uh, a couple weeks ago. They they concussed us and left us out of action, uh -huh. and we didn't forget about that. So we want our hands on them, but we also want to give Pretty Ugly another shot because they've really developed as a tag team, and it's just the culmination of this three-way story that's been going on for the last couple months, and it's going to be a barn burner. You need to make it out there if you're in the area. For sure. Awesome. Uh, what else you guys got coming up? Because those are the only graphics that I have for you guys. So if there's anything else you want to share. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, so there's a, there's a, I don't know if you know much about Titan Championship. Oh, yeah, wrestling. I know about Titan. They're doing Mount, Mount Olympus is uh, Saturday, November 4th. Uh, that'll be super fun. Uh, we're going to be a part of it, or at least I'm going to be a part of it in some way. And I know Ryan Rise is going to be a part of it in some way. Um, a lot of, like we travel so much and sometimes we may end up at a show that you have no idea that we're going to be at and yes. uh, that sure. happens a lot uh, also the sanctuary the sanctuary runs first friday of every month and then uh, select sundays yes. what is there next sunday that's is that the fifth november 5th i think it's... i know i know they're having a a friday show and then i know uh ace austin i believe mm -hmm going to be doing a Sunday show on the 5th? Yeah, I believe that's November 5th, so head out to that as well. And then also Tony Deppin is running a show the same on, day as UWA yes. least November 18th. He's there as well. We're going we're gonna to yes. do That's uh, a busy Tony day, the 18th. Immediately head out. Uh, that's what, I, I enjoy the busy days. I really yes. like we go to sleep on a Sunday and wake up on a Monday going to school and being like, wow, I had a really productive weekend. <laughs> yeah. So if you're in the Pottsville area, also uh, head to that as well. And you can also check out Tony Deppin's uh, brewery as well. I know. I got to get there. The Just all the fighter salmon spectacles. The lookout for the Yes, yeah, literally. So we have a theme song and it says, look out. It's the lost boy. <laughs> yeah. And I think you should always keep a lookout for us. <laughs> I love that. Um, tell everybody where they can follow you guys so, you know, they can come bother you <laughs> and come see ya. Juni Underwood FS Pro on basically all platforms. If you type in Juni Underwood anywhere, my name will pop up. I don't know if there's any other person named Juni Underwood. So, uh, yep, that's me. <laughs> 
And then I am Ethan underscore wrestles on Instagram, Ethan Promise on Twitter. And then Miles is also, I believe, on, on X. The one that Elon Musk owns is, is the one in which I'm Ethan Promise on. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> Miles Penn is Miles Penn Pro on both platforms. And then Ryan, that bum, doesn't have That absolute X. bum, dude. Well, he, does, he does have an X. It's Rye, R-Y, Rasslin, R-A-S-S-L-I-N, on, on X. Um, he doesn't have an Instagram <laughs> yet. One day we're going to sit him down and, and make him get an Instagram. But until then, follow all the other three Lost Boys, Miles Penn Pro, uh, Junior Underwood FS Pro, and then Ethan underscore wrestles on Instagram. There you go. Yeah. All their links and their merch is all in the description for you guys. Go buy their stuff. Yeah. Also on YouTube. Um, sorry. We no, you're good. Go. Too. <laughs> we have uh, a little. We ha- we wrestle on this thing called Captured Lightning, which is the recordings that we do at the Worldwide Dojo, which is where we train. Mm-hmm. And we had a series of matches. That's kind of like the prequel of the Lost Boys, like how all four members got together it's the story of how we all got together how we kind of got our headbands how we came together in a certain way it's myself versus miles in a singles match on captured lightning it's myself and miles teaming up against a very angry Junie and ryan who's trying to calm everybody down and then uh the last match of the trilogy is a fatal four-way between all of us where we set our differences and it all culminates and all those matches are really good so you can find that on youtube very easily just look up Captured Lightning and then just look up, you know, Captured Lightning, Ape and Promise, Miles Penn, Junie Underwood, Ryan Rise, whoever, and those videos will show up. So watch all three of those videos in order. Okay. Miles said, next time you see Ryan at a show, uh, <laughs> bully him to get an Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> we tried. He's so <laughs> stubborn about it. I don't know like, why he doesn't Why are want you hating on the gram? <laughs> You're right. Why are you hating on the gram? It's just a bunch of pictures. What's our videos? <laughs> What's the problem with the gram? It's probably less, you know, dramatic than X. <laughs> oh, it's for sure. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> well, anyway. Thank you guys for coming on here and chatting with me Thank for you. a little bit. So, you know, like I said, these guys are up and coming. You'll see them all over the place. I'm big into Junie probably more um, at places. So I hope to see you, like, you know, tag team soon again. I, I'm here for you in Slime Balls again. You know, Cody, make it happen at NFW. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Everyone make it happen. Us in the Slime Balls make us versus Desmond Cole and a partner of his yep. choosing. Quick, we didn't talk about them, but the rat bastards. Uh, they're sick. They're out of uh, Wrestle Pro, and literally every time we wrestle them, it's significantly better than the last time we wrestled them, and they're so sick. Uh, look them up. Um, Adam Kirkland and uh, Xander Torres. Torres. I was about to say Cortez for some reason. Xander Torres. They're yes. so. Literally, they're awesome. So sick. <laughs> uh, yeah. Give us anybody. Anybody, oh. anywhere. There you go. Make magic. Yeah. We'll do it. Yeah. Book it. Make it happen. We'll put them in a headlock and tell them to do something. Do they won't something. be able to do nothing. Do something. I'm ready here. Above the rest or Miracle Gen, Blog Bro University. Oh, the rep, you know, I love the rep. Miracle Gen, yeah, make it happen. Yeah, dude. If, if we, nah, dude. Okay, if we wrestle Miracle Gen. If Kylon King thinks about doing a bridge, dude, 
London Bridge is burning down. It Ooh. is. Damn. <laughs> the bridge life is the best life. <laughs> I gotta make that shirt. Bridge life is the yeah. best life because I'm always saying it. So bridge and I'm a I ain't letting Tiffany get this. None. <laughs> hey. Damn it. Wow. So I guess we're the bad guys in that. Damn it. You're gonna set yeah, me on fire next. Like, you better hope I'm you better hope I'm kind enough to, to treat you to a bridge. Yeah. I got it. It's on tape already. I got I got it on my, my camera somewhere. Mm -hmm. So I caught, I caught the bridge. Then, so. I caught the bridge at NFW. It's there. It's documented. Bridge life is the best life. So, <laughs> well, thank you guys again so much for coming on here. I appreciate everything that we talked about. Um, I'm all messed up now because like the bridge life. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, thank you guys for all your fan questions. You know, everybody in the chat that came in here and asked a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, like I said, thank you everyone. Yeah. Uh, next week I'll be at Fight Life, so there'll be an Indie Talks video. So no live podcast. So make sure you're following me and all that fun stuff. So. Uh, yeah, so you guys know the drill. Stay safe, support independent wrestling, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a good night.